You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMS Cast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined today by a special guest, Pankaj Agrawal. He's from Grassblade, which is over at nextsoftwaresolutions.com. Welcome to the call, Pankaj. Thank you. It's nice to be here. I'm really excited to talk to you. Um, So Grassblade is an e-learning solution that combines the best of a learning record store, or LRS, along with e-learning authoring tools and what the WordPress LMS industry has to offer. If that sounds confusing and a lot of tech, like a lot of technical stuff, we're actually going to get into that and talk about what all that is. Um, and, and Pankaj has been innovating in this space for a long time. So I want to just kind of start with a listener who may be a little bit um, unsure about what all these terms mean. When you talk about Grassblade or you're introducing it to somebody, what is it exactly? How do you help them figure out what, what you offer? Uh, so Grassblade is a kind of an ecosystem of uh, separate uh, products and separate features. Uh, it allows you to uh, host your e-learning content, which you can build uh, in any authoring tool. There are a lot of authoring tools around which uh, you can use to build your uh, content apart from what you are already doing on uh, WordPress. So you could be using Articulate or Captivate uh, uh, or uh, maybe Elucidat, uh, Domino, Adapt, uh, Lectura, anything. Uh, you can package that up as a zip file and then you can upload it to WordPress using our tool. So it allows you to upload to WordPress and attach it to Lifter LMS lessons or quizzes. And then uh, uh, it, it it also allows you to track all that data. So if you want tracking data, you can in- enable that uh, option. There are two standards which are used for tracking data. One is XAPI, which is also called Experience API. Or if you are back uh, from a few years in the industry, you might no tin can api so uh, this is these all three things are uh, names of the same thing so this is one standard and uh, if you know the older standard it is called uh, scorm so you can either package it as xapi or scorm and if you have these packages uh, you can also enable tracking so when tracking is enabled you can uh, get this to mark your lesson as completed or if you add it to Lifter LMS quiz, the Lifter LMS native quiz is uh, suppressed and uh, you can have the quiz inside your authoring tool, uh, in, inside the module that you built in these authoring tools. Wow. And uh, this course will be tracked inside Lifter LMS. You get it uh, in Lifter LMS reports as well. And uh, you can award certificates and do all sorts of other things based on that. So this is the general view. You can do a lot more than this. This this was where we started with. And then uh, we added support for H5P and Zapier and all, all the other stuff. So uh, it comes with two parts. One is the plugin, which sits inside WordPress. 
the GrassBlade X API companion plugin, and the other thing which uh, you already mentioned, the learning record store. So there is a GrassBlade LRS, GrassBlade learning record store. So learning record store is just a record store of learning data. And it is an essential component of uh, an experienced API ecosystem. Wow, that's awesome. Well, thank you for taking us to school on that. Let's, let's unpack each one of those a little more. If we look at the learning content, what's the difference for somebody who's like making content in WordPress, like maybe embedding videos or, you know, some text content versus what you can do in these e-learning authoring tools? How do you, if you were going to recommend somebody to use the e-learning authoring tool like Articulate, Storyline, Rise, Studio, 360, Captivate, Lectora, iSpring, Adapt, um, Domino, and more. What? Why would they go to that versus create in WordPress? Like, what, What's the advantages of using an authoring tool? So there are a few different advantages of using those authoring tools. Uh, one of them is portability of content. So let's say you are building a, a, a content uh, on maths and... Uh, you build that content on uh, calculus, let's say. And uh, now you don't know whether you are going to use Lifter LMS for your entire life. Uh, you might think that uh, you might be doubtful whether Lifter LMS will be able to support 50,000 students when you have that many. Today, you have only 50 students and you don't need uh, a more uh, complicated uh, uh, system and you are doubting uh, the platform, you can build the content on a separate software. Uh, you get a zip file. So it is a single file of the entire uh, learning module. And then you can use it on any LMS that supports that standard. So if you are packaging it uh, as XAPI, so packaging as XAPI or SCORE means you just have to enable that checkbox inside the authoring tool that I want this as uh, XAPI tracking module. So you just enable that and select what tracking you want. Let's say you want to market a complete based on how many slides the user has viewed. Or if you have quiz inside the module, uh, you want it tracked based on the percentage score on that quiz. So you just uh, enable that and uh, you get a zip file. Now this zip file can be used on any LMS. Now this allows you to one uh, switch LMSs uh, so if you if you are currently on another LMS, you want to switch to Lifter LMS, you can bring that zip file and upload it on Lifter LMS using our GrassBlade X API companion plugin. Or if uh, let's say you build this module and you want to sell to different people and uh, people using different LMSs, so you can give this zip file to them and they can load in their uh, LMSs. So you build one module and it can be loaded on any LMS that supports XAPI or SCORM, whatever uh, standard you are using. So um, it allows this portability of uh, data, uh, portability of the learning content. And uh, it also allows one more thing which uh, cannot be done in uh, single posts or uploading images or videos, that is interactivity. So a lot of time when you have lengthy content, it is more than let's say 15 minutes, you want some interactivity with the person. And uh, these authoring tools allow you to create interactive content where let's say after 10 minutes of video, you ask one question to them so that 
uh, you know that person is in the content he's listening he's uh, trying to understand and that extra level of interactivity um, makes the content much more interesting and uh, the person involved into the content so you can build this content uh, in these authoring tools and there is one uh, good authoring tool which is free and is on wordpress called h5p so apart from all these authoring tools you can also use h5p on wordpress yeah that's that's awesome and could you do a hybrid if you wanted to like do some content like in a course just videos wordpress basic and then do other like more advanced content with the authoring tool say in another lesson yeah so what you can do is you can you can just like you can create a course structure uh, you can have multiple lessons in a course and multiple quizzes in the course of any lifter lms course you can add separate modules on separate lessons or quizzes uh, with grassblade you can even add multiple modules in the single lesson so on a single lesson page you can have multiple module and if completion tracking is enabled uh, the lesson will not get marked complete till all the uh, modules which are which have completion tracking enabled are completed so the user has to complete all those modules which have completion tracking enabled to get that lesson to be marked complete and the lesson will get uh, marked as complete automatically as soon as uh, the user has completed completed those modules wow that's fantastic and we get this question a lot at lifter lms is um does lifter lms work with scorm content but you're saying now instead of saying no i can say the answer is yes you need to go get grass played and you can load scorm content yeah so uh, this helps uh, people to load scorm content on lifter lms that's awesome if and you need completion tracking you need uh, the uh, learning record store as well and what's like if somebody's kind of new to it what's the difference between scorm versus xapi like the standard oh. of content or whatever what does yeah. that mean is is one just older than the other or is it uh what is it okay so uh, so uh, let me give an analogy uh, uh, to make it much more clear uh, because when we talk about xapi scorm or scorm it is much easier for me to understand because i have been involved with the development of the standard itself so till uh, since uh, 2012 uh, when it was in the initial stage of development as tincan api standard i was part of the development of the standard itself now it is much easier for me to understand but for the general public it is much easier to understand with an a better analogy so let's say if uh, you have been using uh, monitors and uh, there there is a connection cable uh, between the monitor and your uh, desktop uh, uh so that cable used to be a vga cable uh, back few years okay uh, which had around 8 or 9 pins and blue uh, plastic connector uh that was called a vga connector so that uses a vga a standard called vga now today if you have newer monitors you would have an hdmi uh, connection so if you see there is a difference between vga and hdmi they do both both of them do the same thing they connect your uh, computer with the monitor it uh, they allow you to send video signals from the computer to the monitor but there is a key difference uh, the design of the connector is different so that is a big difference uh, the way that data is sent between the computer to the monitor is different 
and the quality resolution is different. So uh, you can uh, think uh, SCORM as a VGA standard and XAPI as a HDMI standard. Now a newer standard generally brings newer features. So SCORM is a very good standard and it has been serving very well till today. But XAPI is a newer version of that SCORM, which has a lot of new features. For example, SCORM content has to stay inside the LMS. So SCORM was built for the LMS. XAPI was built to allow learning outside of LMS. So the reason why XAPI was built was that uh, people realized that learning also happens outside LMS. It is not just inside an LMS. So if there is any learning happening anywhere outside LMS, that data can be sent to uh, uh, to the uh, learning record store. It can be recorded, it can be reported, and it can even be sent to the LMS. So uh, this, this is the key difference between SCORM and XAPI. So the content can be anywhere. The data is on the learning record store and it can be sent to the uh, LRS. So there are few component differences, but in terms of standard, you can think that there are some uh, feature upgradations. And I gave this analogy to make you understand one more thing is that if you have, let's say any monitor of any brand, any make, if it has a VGA connector on it, you can connect any computer with a VGA connector to that monitor. If you have any computer which has HDMI connection capability, it can connect to any monitor of any make, any brand that has HDMI connector on it. Now, why this is important is if you have any LMS that has XAPI uh, uh, capability, it will most likely support any content built on any authoring tool that creates XAPI packaged content. So you take any uh, any authoring tool uh, of today or of future, which packages the content as XAPI, it can be uploaded on any LMS which supports XAPI content. So that wow. is what standard does to it. Wow, you're a very good teacher. I've, <laughs> I understand <laughs> it better now as well. And I've been around it a little bit, but I'm not a power user and that really wow. helped me understand it a lot better. So thank you for explaining that. Perhaps you can also explain the difference between like just a basic WordPress LMS website that has like Lifter has reporting and stuff, but what is a learning record store? How is that different from just the analytics and reporting that is on the on the WordPress website? You mentioned that you could have like multiple locations reporting into an LRS or maybe multiple LMSs, but like, what are the, how's it happen? Okay, yeah, so this is where it gets very interesting when you are interested in data. So what happens is you can, uh, for example, as of today, if you have Grassblade XAPI companion and any LRS, it could be any LRS, uh, it could be Grassblade LRS, you can send uh, a lot of uh, different kinds of data. So uh, one of that could be login and logout. So if you enable that feature in Grassblade XAPI Companion, anytime a user logs in and or logs out, uh, that information is sent to the LRS. Uh, Chris logged in uh, lifterlms.com. So that information is sent to the LRS and you can anytime see that this user has logged in at least. So if the user comes back and says that I did this content, but it, it was not marked as complete, you can go back in and check if the this guy at least logged in or not. And then uh, let's say he, 
if you enable page views, uh, he goes to any page on your website or whichever page you have selected to be tracked. Uh, it will uh, send a page view statement. So it will be uh, a Pankaj experienced uh, so and so page. So that information is sent to the LRS. Similarly, uh, when uh, a user is registered on the site, so a new user is added to the site, there is a joined statement. Uh, if a user is deleted from the site, there is a left statement. If the user is enrolled to a course, there is an enrolled statement. If the user is unenrolled from the site, there is an unenrolled statement. And if there is a post creation, you create a post, that data can also be tracked. If you update a post on the site, that can also be tracked. And if you have comments enabled and if you want that to be tracked, it can also be tracked along with the text of the comment. So these are some of the events that is part of the grass grade itself. Whenever there is a completion of, uh, of a less a unit or a quiz or a course, there are statements like uh, uh, Pankaj attempted math 101, Pankaj completed math 101. So these kind of statements are sent. If it is a quiz, it will also include the score of the quiz and uh, it will include uh, whether that quiz was passed or failed. If you are using authoring tools, it will have statements sent based on the authoring tool, uh, authoring tools, whatever they generate. So most of the common statements are like uh, the starting of the content, the completion of the content or passing or failing the content. And apart from that, uh, very common statements are answered statements. So if you answer any question, there'll be answered statement, which includes the correct answer, which includes all the options in that uh, question which includes the question text as well and the answer that the user gave. So if there is a freestyle question, there'll be the answer that the user has actually input. If there is an essay question, there'll be the entire essay text that the user input. And all that goes to the LRS, which can be reported on the LRS. And on the LRS, you can also uh, create email reports and those kind of things. There's one extra integration that we have, which makes it very interesting if you want to do some funny stuff is Zapier integration. So anything that Zapier can track, let's say you switch on the bulb and you want that information in the LRS, um, Chris switch on the bulb and it goes as a statement to the LRS. So you can add that in uh, using the Zapier integration. You can also do the other way around using Zapier integration. Let's say if you completed Math 101 and you want that user to be added to, let's say, uh, MailChimp list or whatever. So anything that is happening on the LRS, any data coming into the LRS, you want to do some activity somewhere else. Uh, if Math 101 is, is completed, switch on the bulb or switch on the motor. You can do any funny stuff you want using this uh, Zapier uh, tool, which integrates with somewhere around 2000 plus applications. So you could do anything anywhere, generate tickets or anything. Wow. Well, tell us about the, your advanced video tracking in Grassblade. What is yeah. that all about? And it, it works with YouTube, Vimeo, audio, MP, the self-hosted MP4s and whatnot. What does it do? Yeah. So this feature, uh, uh, took a lot of effort. I think uh, the most effort uh, we have put in any feature is the advanced video tracking. Um, it took around five years to develop the standard, which is XAPI video profile. 
uh, it is an open standard uh, developed using uh, people from the open community and it was uh, part of an official adl group so this group was part of the official uh, adl working group for xapi video profile so i was heading that group and uh, build that uh, build that standard along with uh, people in the community and then i added it to uh, grassblade xapi company now it does very interesting stuff that uh, uh, no one else can claim that they can do it is the best in the industry standard where you can when you talk about completion of a video normally reaching the end of the video is completion of the video so anywhere when you when the user jumps to the end of the video you call it completed but what this standard does is it tracks what parts of video you have watched and it will mark it as completed only when you have watched all parts of the video so if you are skipping some parts of the video it will not be marked as complete it also allows you to set as lower threshold so let's say you call 90% video so if you set it to 90% completion user has to watch any parts of the video summing up to 90% of the video so if he watches the same parts of the video multiple times it doesn't count so let's say he watches from first to the middle twice it doesn't count as 100% it counts still as 50% so uh, one of the most interesting thing is the completion the way it is calculated the second most interesting thing is the way you can visualize that data so you can visualize that information in a heat map where you can see which parts of the video they have watched and if the user has repeated same parts of the video that part gets darker you can see that this user has watched this uh, part of the video multiple times and also i just want to say yeah, i just want to say um if that sounds interesting to you just do a google search for grass played advanced video tracking pankaj has some great uh animated gifs and videos and demos about this so you can see what we're talking about here go ahead what else does it do yeah so it gets much more interesting when you sum that up uh, across the uh, students so if you combine that up into a single report we have a single report as well on the lrs so you can see all these whatever i am talking about you can see this in the lrs and you can do this tracking uh, on lifter lms based on this so what it does is uh, you can see on a particular video let's say we create a youtube video out of this uh, podcast and add or maybe a mp3 out of this podcast and add to our uh, lesson multiple users watch this and if you go to the lrs and see a report for this particular video you'd see where people are dropping off so you'd know that pankaj is not doing very well in this part of the video <laughs> or if let's say people are watching over certain parts of the video you'd know there is something special in this part of the video either it is very interesting or there is low audio or bad audio or something is very confusing that people want to rewatch that part of the video so it gives you very good idea where you want to improve your uh, trainings your videos and uh, how you can um, uh, do better uh, with new content so yeah just reading it's the data being tracked is play pause completion volume change skipping full screen these are all helpful data points to know how your yeah. your video is performing and uh for you out there listening there's the advanced video but there's also everything we're talking about if you go to grassblade 
at nextsoftwaresolutions.com. There's a demo that, so you can like see what all this looks like. Um, I know if you're listening right now, this is a lot of technical stuff, but Pankaj has done a great job creating demos that showcase all these different things. So you can see what we're talking about here, whether you're an advanced user or a beginning user. I want to ask you a little more about the LRS. Um, what is the, um, you, you mentioned it's one thing to store data. It's another to like, uh, like use it in a useful way. And you mentioned email reports or, or whatever. Can you help us understand how to, if we are going to use the LRS, how do we make it the most valuable for us in terms of interpreting the data or creating reports and that kind of thing? Uh, yeah. So in most cases, uh, what people want depends on the person himself. So different people will have different requirements and LRS gives you the ability to have all that data in a raw format first. So first you have all the data in the raw format, which is portable. So a good feature of learning record store is that the data can be moved to another LRS as well or another uh, analysis platforms as well. It allows also to download the data as a CSV format. So you can download that as a CSV format into Excel and you can analyze it on your own. You can uh, download it uh, and put it inside any analysis tools like Power BI and make your own analysis. And LRS in itself includes some analytics uh, information. So let's say you create a report on the LRS using separate filters. There are, there are reports for what verbs are on the LRS, what users are there on the LRS. And uh, there are several reports on the LRS. You can uh, create uh, filters and save them as uh, um, separate report pages. And then you can also add uh, emails to it. So you can add your email ID, add the time period for which you want reported. And uh, based on that, uh, it will send you emails on regular, regular intervals, whatever frequency you have set up to that. So it can generate CSV uh, reports as well as PDF reports. So based on whatever you have configured, it will send you emails or whatever email ID you have configured, it will send emails on that uh, email ID uh, for those filters. Uh, we have also got uh, a standard distribution chart for uh, scores. So if you have quizzes where, where there are scores, you can see the standard distribution chart where you can see what is the mean, what is the standard deviation. You can see the, the entire curve of that. Uh, we have a report for videos where you can see for individuals also, you can see what uh, parts of the videos they have watched and you have you can see the entire report for the video where uh, it will show you how many users have completed the video, what is the average part, average minutes on the video, uh, number of completions and all those uh, stuff. Um, you can also, a video report is very interesting. If you see, you'll understand only if you see that. Uh, there is a lot in that. Uh, there is a attempts report where you can see all the attempts user have has made on uh, quizzes or whatever modules are added to Lifter LMS. So there is a lot uh, that can be done, 
and you can anyway uh, download it as csv and do your own analysis as well wow this is so cool i'm just checking out your site and i'm like the lift rail message there's a bunch of demos here we've got articulate uh demo yeah. we've got a scorm demo there's a youtube and vimeo and the the whole video we were talking about video tracking demo. There's Captivate and iSpring content on Lifter LMS. And then the interactive H5P um, content on Lifter LMS, which is really cool. Um, yep. Since I have the expert here, I want to ask you, you're, you're, saying, you're answering all these questions that uh, we get all the time. I'm, I'm going to end up early releasing uh, this this podcast so so that we can help more people faster by connecting them with you um what uh, people ask a lot about slides like slideshows as an example and like you know people let's say they're not an advanced e-learning authoring user but and they're like i want i got slides i'm not trying to make a video i got slides and maybe they could make a video but I often hear people recommend iSpring as a solution for slideshow presentations. But what, yeah. what do you see as a, if somebody wants to do something with their slides and they want to use Grassblade, what could they do? Or what, what authoring tool is best to like ease into um, creating a slideshow interactive content on the WordPress site? Uh, I see most of the people use iSpring or Articulate. Okay. So Articulate has uh, its own range of products where you can use, uh, upload these, uh, add the slides, the PowerPoint presentations, and it will convert it into interactive content. So it's not just, uh, uh, it's not like a PowerPoint. You upload the PowerPoint and somebody can download the PowerPoint. It's like an actual interactive slideshow they can go through, right? Yeah, so iSpring has, has a, plugin which can be added to i'm not an authoring tool expert but uh, yeah. based on what i have seen with people using it uh, the way uh, it is it is a plugin which goes into powerpoint and uh, you can convert that powerpoint into a uh, packaged content uh, um, articulate has its own software ranges where you can use that so most of the uh, authoring tools support uh, powerpoints in some way uh, and then you can add interaction layers to it. So you don't need to just have it uh, work as a slide. You can add interaction layers to it uh, where, uh, let's say, uh, user clicks on after each, uh, each slide or you add a question after every video inside the slide. You can add audio, video, images, whatever you want. So there's there's a lot you can add apart from the PowerPoint slides itself. Yeah, I think that's the big idea here is you can go a lot further than just a lesson video, which is yeah. kind of the fundamental course course creation yeah. building block. What what when do you in the industry see a WordPress LMS being the best fit versus like if let's say there's a somebody working with the e-learning authoring tool and they're deciding on a learning management system in what case is wordpress a great fit or in what case is maybe wordpress not the best fit <laughs> yeah this is this is an interesting question <laughs> why do you uh, say it's interesting i'm just curious <laughs> uh, it is interesting because uh, most of the time what i think is uh, is challenged by others yeah. for example uh, when when i was uh, 
about 10 years back i used to work on moodle okay and uh, i used to develop on moodle and i realized that moodle is very complicated so if anyone has used moodle they would understand what mm. i'm talking about yeah and when i used to use that tool i i would think why can't it be easier right and that is where grassblade came from <laughs> when this xapi standard was being developed i realized that this can be brought to wordpress and this plugin was the first plugin that added xapi to wordpress in fact this was this was probably the first product which would support xapi in itself apart from the authoring tools so we started before the xapi standard was actually released it uh, it was tin can back then so when we talk about who is the best fit i used to think that people who have uh, people in the corporate who just need completion out of contents who don't need complicated grades or complicated uh, organizational structures would only need these tools so let's make something which is very simple for them they don't need to go, go to a very complicated lms system uh, which has a lot of uh, features so let's make it simple for them let's have completion for them let's have uh, content upload for them and those kind of things but today when i uh, look back and see uh, there are people from all backgrounds using our product Uh, but i still believe that people who have simple simpler requirements it is much much better uh, to use wordpress than any other complicated lms environment wordpress provides uh, uh, easy to use interface which is much easier to understand for even a new uh, even a beginner so if if a beginner is coming to wordpress and using lifter lms or any other tool like grassblade they might think it is very complicated they might think there is a steep learning curve but uh, they need to understand that if they they go to some other tool like blackboard or moodle or uh, canvas they would realize that lifter lms or wordpress based lmss are far more easier to use and they have all the features that uh, most of the people would require um, at least in the corporate world if you are into a university doing uh, organizing the entire university uh, you might need some custom development and there might be some challenges there but in most cases wordpress today i believe that wordpress has a lot of good learning management systems especially lifter lms is a very good learning management system and uh, it allows you to do most of the stuff that you would want uh, from any lms Wow, that's that's awesome. Um and WordPress is continuing to evolve and you know tools are continuing to improve. It's yeah. it's it's really great. Um what do you see are you seeing anything any trends or anything in terms of the COVID economy we're in the early part of July 2020. Um how has uh just as a as a software company in the e-learning space I'm curious what you're seeing. We're definitely getting more traffic, more people buying uh products and stuff like that but what are you seeing uh over at grassblade with the the challenges of the covid economy um we have we have been seeing some uh, increase in traffic but because dustblade is into slightly more advanced uh, or slightly more uh higher level of uh, understanding 
where people need a little more involvement i believe uh, things will uh, get more intense i think one year down the road um using lifter lms is much easier because uh, you just go in create pages create posts add your images add your videos and you are done uh using grassblade you would need a little more work building your content on the authoring tools uh so there is definitely some increase in traffic but uh, i believe once uh, these schools start get, start to get organized most of them are doing education over zoom classes uh, zoom or uh, online meetings and they don't have those who never had online uh, platforms they are still planning on how they can build the, their lmss so i believe this will have a major change in how education is uh, delivered um, over next few years people now understand uh, that uh, online education is part uh, an integral part of education system it is not just uh, a small part of education system but an integral part of education system and this will change how online uh, education is viewed in general that's awesome and uh yeah it's kind of like i was hearing a talk that matt mullenweg one of the, the founder of wordpress was giving about remote working how there's all these levels of the first level is just to do everything you did in person but at home which is kind of what but then there's like five more levels you're i'm sure a lot like me and you're very used to remote working but we've been doing it for over a decade um so like teaching right now i agree with you and that's what i'm seeing is a lot of teachers are figuring out how to zoom but i like to say eventually they're going to find the record button and they're going to make a video what we're seeing at right now at least in the united states is a lot of talk about returning to schools but blended learning where it's a combination of in person and online you know but people start if we start making videos then maybe we we'll want to make those videos more interactive and it, there's just the layers keep building uh, over time so it's a it's a transition and it's big i mean we've been in the the online world for a while but um it, a lot of the world is at least in terms of online education it's fairly new even though it's been around a long time it's not mainstream but it's it's kind of going right. yeah so this will this will uh, help create that transition uh, much faster mhm mm so yeah. a lot of people a lot of teachers who had never uh, had any experience of online education probably they even didn't take any online courses today are delivering online courses or at least zoom classes so they would probably start to realize that there is some value to this uh, system uh, one of the biggest values is that uh, it allows an expert to deliver that content to people across the globe so a person from harvard university can deliver a lecture and i sitting in india can take uh, that course that cannot be done on one to one uh, in classroom trainings so it will let people blend content from different places high quality content from different places different uh, trainers and uh, deliver it to their uh, students that's awesome well it's great to be on the journey with you pankaj and i'm glad 
that our companies are innovating together in service to the educators and the entrepreneurs and the technologists out there. Um, now that you're done with this podcast, I want you to go check out Grassblade. And if it sounds complicated, still go check it out. Click on all the great demos that Pankaj has on his websites. Uh, it's demo.nextsoftwaresolutions.com or just go to nextsoftwaresolutions.com. And he d he's done a really great job of laying out what he offers over there. Um, any final words for the people or best ways for them to connect with you if they have further questions after listening to this on the podcast or watching it on YouTube? Um, you can connect me uh, from uh, from our website, uh, create a support ticket, or you can uh, find me on most social platforms, live as Pankaj. So you can go to Facebook, uh, Twitter, or any social platform. Mostly you'll find, or if you just search my name, uh, you would find me. So you can connect with me for any questions, any, any concerns. Uh, I would also like to make an announcement if you allow, Chris. Sure. Uh, so we are, we are making a major upgrade to uh, Grassblade. And uh, with this new release, which should be maybe today or tomorrow, and we we're recording allow, this on July 10th, 2020, just for if, cause there people will be watching this video for years. So we're at July 10, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So in next, uh, one or two days, we would release this, uh, update, which would allow any H5P user. If you have H5P content, now you would not require the LRS if you just want completion. So if you just want completion and scores, you don't need the LRS. You can do it just with the Grassblade XAPI companion plugin. For XAPI or SCORN content, you would still need uh, the LRS for uh, tracking data. So this is a big announcement. No one else has heard it uh, before. Uh, only for uh, um, these post podcast uh, audience. Awesome. And there's a, there's an H5P demo uh, for Lifter LMS on the Grassblade website. Go check that out. Pankaj, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, thank you for the great work Thanks, at Grassblade. And, um, you know, I know what it's like to, you know, kind of innovate and lead in a space like you're leading with the XAPI thing and especially at the intersection of WordPress. So I appreciate what you do. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, and for those of you out there, go ahead and head on over to nextsoftwaresolutions.com and check out Grassblade. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on the show, Pankaj. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS, the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. Head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet.